Welcome back to the Dream Lab series podcast. That's right. This is actually a very special edition of our podcast live from Smorgasbord with our first live audience. And we're so excited to have you girls here. This makes it so much more engaging. What do you guys think? Yes, I yes. love it. Yes. So this is actually a really special location because first of all, it's uh, Carlos and Sabrina that run it. For, from Carlitos Tacos. So this is the birthplace of a conversation that came about a little over a month ago. Because Sabrina and I, we just celebrated birthdays. I just turned 41, Sabrina just turned 43. And for us, personal growth also evolves as we get older. Because we always have to question ourselves, like is, is, this, is, is this part of my life fulfilling? Is this where I wanna be? And where do we take the dream lab? Most of you here have been to our conferences that we love, but every year it's like, well, how can we level up? How can we take it up a notch? How can we give women what they need right now? And that's always also going to be a reflection of what's going on with us. Yes. So we came here to have this conversation and to just hang out because this space is amazing. And Carlos and Sabrina do such an amazing job running it. So. What we decided to do is to invite a woman that we admire because we truly believe in collaboration. We really believe in asking for help. Yeah. I think so many I of us are conditioned. So right. Yeah. Like you and I are very good. Like our conversations will go sometimes like I can't do this. We can't do that. I don't know how to do this. And we just help each other out. But that conversation was pivotal because the one thing I think that Audrey and I have never wanted the Dream Lab to be about is just to do something just to do it, right? It has to have meaning and it has to contain growth. And another thing that Sabrina and I are always really good at is we don't get trophies for doing it all. And we've never wanted to be the kind of woman that's like, me estoy matando, but I gotta get this and this done. Because she and I both have other businesses to run. We have family business, we have children. We're like, who can we reach out to that we admire that's in a place that we're like, oh, I love it. And as we get older, we're also looking like, who's that woman that's like, damn, she looks good. She's got it all together. And for us, that was business coach, Jessica mm, Rivera. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Which, by the way, I do not have it all together, so full disclosure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you invited me over to a conversation here. Well, you guys called me first yes. and um, asked me, hey, what do you think? We need some help. And, of course, I'd love to help. But they wanted me to be a bigger part of yes. the Dream Lab. So I'd love for you to kind of make the big announcement that Jessica Rivera is joining us as CEO of the Dream Lab. I'm honored. I'm honored. So we we wanted to start this conversation around like how we're gonna grow. So Audrey and I have been doing this since 2018. Was our first event. It was in New York City, and it was really to start to bring women together to talk about the things that we weren't talking about. Right? Like, how do we feel? Like, where is my life going? And at the time, you were pregnant at the I first was one pregnant I hadn't told anybody but imagine getting ready for the, your first big event and then seeing a positive pregnancy test yeah <laughs> so nerve-wracking I'm when sure we, when for us and we really wanted to grow I think bringing on Jessica is well one it's an honor to work with you yes. in the past like month we've done so much already and it's just important to see where we could go and to meet someone who's just as big as a visionary and has the commitment to want to help women 
become and live in their fullest authentic self is incredible. Yeah, I think we were definitely aligned there. But what I love about your mission is that you wanted to make a bigger impact. Yes. So yes. how do we make an, a bigger impact, I think, is uh, the first thing we're tackling. And we want to do more events like this, whether uh, they're free, really just get women together and speak about those things that we don't always talk about either online or even with each other. So really uncovering the veil, knowing that we don't have it all together, knowing that it is okay to ask for help. And so I'm really excited about where we're going. Yeah. So... This is our first official Dream Lab series as the three of us, so let's just officially introduce yourselves. I'm Sabrina Castillo, co-founder, life and business coach. I'm Audrey Diaz, co-founder and confidence coach. I am Jessica Rivera, CEO of the Dream Lab and business coach. Yay. All right. Something that makes this also very exciting is that our vision for the Dream Lab isn't just business. I think a lot of people see us and it's like, okay, how do I level up in my life? How do I level up in business? But it's about living a fulfilling life overall. So, so that absolutely starts with us and the way that we take care of ourselves and our level of self-awareness. So if we're talking about this in the professional setting, I love that this is such a transparent moment where Sabrina and I were like, okay, where do we need help? Because we don't want to do it all because it's also important for us at our age to be able to pour into our other relationships, to also feel fulfilled in our careers and what we're contributing to women, but to be also open to growth itself. And so far I could tell you like Jessica makes us show up every day. She's like, okay, let's stay on task. Let's do this. Let's do that. I think I also, because I've, I've grown so much and I was one of those people that thought they could do it all. Like I, I was, uh, you know, the typical, I guess, alpha female where it's like I was trying to kill it at work. I was climbing the corporate ladder. I was raising my two boys alone. I was doing it all, really doing it all. And it's what for, that I thought fulfilled me. And so I remember one um, in moment that it was like a reality check for me was I was like getting to the point where I was like, I don't want to do it all. And I remember telling my sister, who wants to do it all? Like nobody, yes, I can, but nobody wants to do it all. And she said, well, you don't act like it. Mm. And so it was a real reality check for me. And I think that's one of the things I help a lot of um, CEOs and and, uh, business owners do is kind of get out of their head and understand that they don't have to control it all. And we actually have more power when we can uh, be a leader who develops other leaders and I don't think I realized that until I was going through my own uh, you know personal development which is personal development professional development it's all kind of in one if you treat it that way that's what I believe yeah yeah you're so right because when I was working um, in in all of my professional experience so a lot of you get invited to these professional developments and you kind of go and you're like oh another one of these so they're gonna tell me how to communicate open your heart like and open your mind and get curious about it because those are just free resources that your employer is giving you and when you said that it's true because I remember the one biggest nugget that I took from professional development that I took into personal is that life is really about collaboration right and compromise somebody is not going to get what you want but if you learn to communicate and you collaborate it should feel a hundred a hundred yeah so uh I'm certified in Stephen Covey, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and he teaches you that there is a win-win and that you shouldn't feel like you have to compromise and you shouldn't feel as though you're giving something up 
but you should come to the table with an open mind knowing that it doesn't have to be your way and there may be a better way and I think we don't realize we we were taught growing up in school and, and such that we're competing right you I have to make you understand where I'm coming from I need you to understand where my vision my view um, or I have to understand yours and just let mine go mm. and there is a middle ground there is definitely a win-win scenario if you have an open heart uh, and the other person also has an open heart and how you deliver that message is kind of where the real difference is made. Yeah. yeah. And this is where the self-awareness is so important because you have to be able to know what is really important to me. And because there's this sense, like you said, this sense of competition, especially as we grow up, ¿Qué van a decir la gente? What are people going to say about us at work? Like feel the feel that you have to keep up with things every single day or what are people going to think about you? You can't let a ball drop. You have to always have that pressure on you to just keep on improving. But what do you actually care about? Are you being intentional every day about the direction in which you really want to go? And the hardest thing then is being able to let go of that it, you don't because it looks good. Like yes. it looks good that Sabrina and I, you know, can scale this company on our own, but is it worth what we were feeling and our yep. own burnout? And I, I still remember maybe like a year ago, I told Audrey, I was like, I'm like, I have no desire to be a CEO, but one of us is going to have to take it and take the reins and, and do additional work, right? And I don't mind working, but right. I am at a point in my life where I understand what I'm good at, what I'm not at, good at, and what I want to be doing. So just because you could doesn't mean you should. Right. So like, yeah. I drank a lot yesterday, doesn't mean I should have. <laughs> You know, we do these business workshops and uh, something Sabrina said in one of them that always stayed with me, which is so true. And we're at an age that we can't do it right now, but we can start doing it and we could do better for the next generation. I see someone here with their daughter. You know, we tend to pick careers and then think about what kind of life I want to live when it needs to be the opposite. What kind of life do I want to live? And then what career can I build around it to sustain that lifestyle? And the same goes with businesses, right? It's like you want this successful business, but are you actually building a business that supports the life that you want to live? Yes. So really being intentional and thoughtful. And you can make just as much money without doing it all. And you can make even more money when you outsource, when you collaborate, because you can actually think of something even bigger and more when you have more people at the table. So it's exciting for us to be here, number one, yeah. for me to be here. And I just, I, I don't think I said it. So thank you for inviting me. It's so interesting that you say that because I always ask my clients, I'm like, do you want to make money or do you want this business? They already have like a business in mind and they're like, oh, I want both. I'm like, well, because if you just want money, I can tell you a bunch of ways that it is a lot easier to make money than what you're trying to build. So you, ha you have to understand where and what you're doing so that you can get to the places you want to go to. Because, you know, lately I've been saying this to myself every morning. I'm like, I'll be damned if I'm the person that gets in my own way of the things that I want to do. And we right. often do. We often like, do. I we am, often do. At the end of all of this, right, I've been reflecting a lot because when you turn, I don't know, 43, I, I'm like, wow, like, I stressed. Like, 28, I was 28, and I was so stressed with, like, just the things, right? Like when is he gonna ask me to marry him when like oh my god I'm gonna be 30 and I'm gonna be there now I'm like this is just so much better on this side oh yeah that was definitely my favorite part of turning 40 I'm like all those big decisions that I was just 
terrified about. I remember being 17 years old, waiting to be admitted into college, like, because me that's too. going to change the entire trajectory of my life. And then no, like, okay, that happened. God guided me to this place in my life. And now I know it's like you build this. I love building spiritual, physical, and emotional stamina because no matter what comes at me, I'm like, I've handled tougher things already. And as we'll talk about in a little bit, like, so our first conference, I was pregnant. Then I went through a divorce in the last four years and now I'm in a new relationship. So it's like being open to the evolution of who we are at every stage of life. And that's going to evolve in business and it's going to evolve, especially from our personal lives. And most of all, being able to really identify what our needs are, which is something that as women, especially, we aren't that great at. No. Asking for what we want. Asking for, yeah, but you know, I really want everyone here to understand like a process that I think is really, really helpful, which is when things are not going your way in one area, you tend to focus on the area you're like, well, I'm going to crush it at work. And then home, you feel like heavy or I'm good here. And then you just complain about work. It's all the same. Yes. Right. Like you said, it. it's all the same. So being able to really understand what you want and claim it right we only know how to say what we want based on achievements oh, I want a new car I want a new house I want this degree I want this what about just saying like I want to be happy or I want to feel how do you want to feel yeah. that's a question that I think um, really helps us understand what it is that we want when we understand how we want to feel mm -hmm. I think it really helps us break it down um, but to your point of being able to claim it I think that's another feat yes so once you actually know or think you know what you want and how to feel how do you actually claim it yeah at least in my experience um, it's been something I work on because I could be able to claim it in one area of my life and maybe not so much in mm -hmm. another area that's so, so really understanding what I want and how to claim it is really important and I think questioning your feelings questioning what truly matters to me, how I want to feel, how this person or this thing makes me feel really helps me understand that and claim it easier. And for yeah. the women here in the audience, this happens to us all the time when we're coaching with our clients or we're in our membership community coaching. We ask you what you want and you say you don't know, but you do know. You just don't want to claim it. You know the kind of life that you want to live because it's usually when you're on vacation, you're like, I wish it could be like this all the time. <laughs> well, it can't be exactly like that, but it could be very similar. You can have the same kind of feelings, but you have to be able to do what Jessica just said. It's checking in with yourself every morning and really being honest with it. I don't like that. I like this and yeah. getting really curious, like Sabrina always says, about how it is that you're feeling like I do that. I am very self-aware of my body all the time and I can tell like something's bothering me you guys know when you're you're with somebody or you're doing something all of a sudden you're like you're not comfortable you feel tension in your shoulders that's something for you to question what am I feeling where am I feeling it what am I thinking okay what triggered it what is it that I need this is something that I constantly do for myself every day throughout the day what am I feeling what do I need and I don't ignore it because that's like what Sabrina said when I was going through the, the, you know, the end of my marriage and I didn't know what I wanted. Well, I knew what I wanted. I couldn't admit it to myself. 
During that time, I just went headstrong into work because I wanted to avoid everything else because that was much easier to deal with than the things that I needed to deal with. Because knowing what you want and claiming it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, right? Like we've, we've coached a lot of our community members into this idea of like, how do we create what we want, right? A life by design. But they'll say, when, when you start to paint that picture, your brain immediately sees the gap of where you are and where you want to be. And that's just scary. And it starts to make you feel like maybe this isn't for me. And you know what we end up doing? We create more of the same, just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then or the gap we feels, a little bit better. Well, or what we think is a little bit better. And then the gap feels bigger, but you, you talk yourself into saying, well, it's okay. I didn't really want that anyways. Right? Like I'm this, I'm good here and I'm grateful for what I have here. And what I'm saying is you get to be grateful for what you have here and want more expand yourself and want more yeah 100 percent. and like audrey was saying about your body listen our brains can talk us into doing some dumb shit quickly (laughs) and it can talk us out of what we really truly want and need but your body tells you first yeah so i'm always like if i'm in indecisive or feel like oh wait a minute what do I want to do I just kind of sit still and remember how did I feel when this opportunity first came to me how did I feel and even if it goes wrong because I have had situations that felt really good in the beginning and didn't go right and I on purpose only focus on what went well because that's what I want to take away with me and that's Mm. what I do in everything in relationships in business in everything I just take away the good you may not be for me right now and I'll move on but I'm going to stay with what went well. Yeah, and you know, um, you saying that reminds me of like when we had that first conversation, I'm very positive. Like I am always like a very positive person. And, but in really thinking through on how to scale the Dream Lab, for me, that's probably the biggest, sometimes the biggest challenge for me because my vision is so big for it, right? And where we always are is in pursuit of that vision. But when the gap feels really heavy, Audrey knows because she can tell right away, we already knew we needed help. We knew we needed an additional person who could bring different skills and add to this vision. And, you know, Audrey and I were talking about it and I was like, well, everyone has their own thing. No one's going to say yes. And who, right? Who's just going to vibe with us? Being on a call with me and Audrey is like, probably very frustrating like we don't stay on task we go off we have very similar brains <laughs> yeah Carlos sometimes like you know you and Audrey you guys are, it's the same person like you guys <laughs> need somebody else so um then she was like I I'm, I'm we're gonna ask Jess I was like and again I'm very positive but I was like like she's got her shit and it looks really good and like why would she say yes to us and you did I did. But what was funny was that I asked a lot of questions. You did. You did. Right? And I remember... And that made me I, feel good. I remember you were like, whoa, okay, good question. Like, I I don't think that you expected that. And you didn't really know me really well. No. So I was like, well, why me? <laughs> yeah. I, but it made me feel good because I was like, oh, wait, she's actually considering this, right? I didn't take that as like, I have to prove like right. anything. Right. I was just like... That's a great question. Yeah. But I think that's, it's a good thing. And it it was something I learned that sometimes we get so excited. Like, they want me. There's an opportunity here. And we will just say yes to things that aren't for us. Because it feels good in the moment. But I had already learned that 
I want to be in full alignment. I want to truly understand what's your purpose? What's your vision? Do our values align? What is it that you want to do? And are you going to be open? Because this is their thing, right? They have uh, conferences that hold 200, 300 people that they've already established and have done on their own. So why do you feel you need somebody else? I wanted to truly understand the why behind it. I wasn't just going to say yes just for saying yes and just because they have something amazing going on and I just want to be part of it. Um, so I wanted to make sure there was full alignment and maybe I could support them in a different way, not in the way that they wanted me to. And so I'm not sure if the goal originally was for me to come in and be CEO, but that's kind of what it evolved to. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's really exciting to, to be here and to do this. And, you know, we spoke a lot about happiness and what that means for us and how it's a to me a continuous journey it's like you're not going to be 100% happy all the time and that's why I said like you know you, you said oh she has her shit together I mean I try right I definitely don't have it all together all of the time and I'm okay with that because I think that's the process of learning and evolving but I want us to kind of give everybody a nugget and a takeaway on what you did or are doing to make sure you find happiness every single day. For me, and I, I know that if anyone follows me on social media, they know I'm all about my morning routine because as a mom of three boys, it's really difficult to not get distracted throughout the day. And it's, it's also easy to just fall into the rhythm of the day. It's like something comes at you and you just gotta handle it and then you're just tired. But being able to connect, first of all, with God every morning, with my creator who has the blueprint for my life to see where he wants me to be, where he created me to be, where I can make the maximum impact, that's primary for me, to then be able to move my body. Because if you, one of my favorite books is The Body Keeps Score. Because your body is very connected to everything that you're feeling. And if you're not being intentional about being able to communicate what you need to communicate, especially your needs, your body's gonna start to break down. So for me, fitness is the answer to that, being able to move and make use of endorphins because they're free. And also the personal development work, the mindset work, making sure that I'm putting things into my mind that's always refreshing. Because these things help me think intentionally about where I wanna take the rest of my day. And especially like the conversations that I know I need to have and the way I need to show up to work, to conversations with Sabrina and Jess, and to the ideas that I wanna put out there. So that for me is primary because like Jessica said, we're not always going to be happy so like we wanted to talk about this as the happiness project and we didn't invite you here to tell you how to just be jog you know jogging around your day with a smile on your face 24 7 but it's about how can I make the tough choices today that are going to give me a better tomorrow to put me closer to where I want to be tomorrow because that's happiness that's where your happiness lies and being able to make the tough decisions today and it's like that microwave versus like slow cooker analogy like you want to be able to put the work today that's going to prepare and do the groundwork for tomorrow yeah for me i think um connecting with myself right um i am very grateful that you know the first thing i did and, and i've always done this right like i admire people and all that but i surround myself with people who are the way I want to feel, right? So 
I don't. I, I swear. I, I don't know. I don't have haters, and if I do, they're probably very miserable because I don't recognize them. I don't have toxic relationships. Like that's never been me. Like I'm always that for me. Peace is what I'm always in pursuit of, right? But then I have to create my own peace. And what's interesting is like it sucks when people go like happiness is a choice. It really is. So I don't always feel 100%. That's the truth, right? But I wake up every day early. I have to wake up at 5.30. It's like, and I, guys, let me just say something. I was not a morning person. I was a person, when Carlos and I first moved in, he would wake up. He's a morning person. He'd wake up. It's like 10, right? But we're in our 20s. So and he, he's like, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, I don't know yet. Sleep? <laughs> Sleep. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. He goes, you look mad. And I was like, it's 10. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't have that, right? But then I made a choice. Because when I was pregnant, I did see a lot of women struggling with their babies. So I have two friends who um, looked very happy with their babies. Audrey being one of them and my friend Gina being the other one. I called both of them. They both said they wake up at 4.30 and I was like, that I'm not doing. Um, but I did it, right? Eventually, I built up the muscle. And at 5.30, I connect with myself. I meditate and I make the choices of how I'm going to feel so much so that even if I have like a, a disagreement or argument with my husband, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, and, and write it out as we are in a very peaceful, happy place because then I get to show up that way. Right. I get to show up when the kids are up at seven or six o'clock. I'm a happy person. Right. Mm -hmm. And the things, guys, the uncomfortable things that people say you have to do that we don't realize we think it's something else like go run a marathon or no i'll give you a good example july 4th we were here and i don't wear shorts because i don't wear shorts because i don't feel comfortable in them I, I have like thicker legs and i just never felt comfortable right but i was like but you know what i don't want to be hot <laughs> so i wore the damn shorts wear it was the a shorts. choice it was a choice but i didn't wear them to to force myself i was like i wore them and i told myself and i'm gonna love it and I've been wearing shorts. I wore shorts. I wore shorts yesterday when I went out. Yeah. Yes. Those are the big wins. It because is. It is. Those uncomfortable. It, yes, I could sit there and, and think of all the reasons why I don't like it. But guess what? No one even cared exactly. if I wear shorts. No one cares. She did something else, though. We took a picture before this. And Jess is like, Sabrina, you want to approve the picture? She's like, just post it. I don't, I don't, need, a, I don't need approval anymore. Just no, Post that was it. another decision I made about a year ago. I know what it looked like. I know, like, sure, some angles will help if she actually is good about trying to get the right angle. But the reality is, is, like, whatever picture I put out there, that's me. I can't change that. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I was like, no. Yeah, everyone's like, now I take pictures. Right? They're like, can I put? I'm like, you can post whatever. There's an approval process for me, guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say, Sabrina, that's one of, like, the biggest things you had to let go of to be happier? Yes, I had to surrender to the idea that I actually have this choice for myself because I am, you know, I'm a, I'm the oldest, so I do have a know-it-all tendency. Mm. I feel like I have to show up knowing it all. Mm. And lately, you said that. You're like, when I don't know something, I'm just going to say it. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to do the same. Yeah. Um, because I always feel like I have to know it all. People come to me because they think I have answers. And most of the time, I do. But if I don't, I feel bad, right? Mm. So I have to continuously work on letting go of 
that control and you know what control is interesting because if you so i stop being controlling in one area and then it just sneaks up somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i let go of control by practicing in small things the same thing with decisions i it was very hard for me to make decisions i started by making one decision that when carlos would ask me what do we want to order for dinner i would just say it how many of you here say oh i don't know what are you in the mood for Right. And so I start, I started becoming better at making decisions by making the small little decisions. I love that. um, For me, this reminds me what I've had to let go of the most in order to be happy is the people pleasing, which I wasn't even aware that I was doing. So, so many of my clients who are Dominican are able to relate to this. The oldest daughter of Dominican parents and this perfectionism, being labeled the good girl, which I think I'm pretty, I pretty much am, but like to my parents, like certain things would be so bad. And even at that, this age for their, to receive their criticism from wanting to be able to live my own life authentically. So in my family, it was so hard for me to even speak about my divorce. I think that at our conference in the fall was the first time that I publicly said it because I was terrified because growing up, like you don't get divorced, especially because I'm Catholic. You just don't do it. You stick it out no matter what. And I remember I even told my ex-husband that when we got married, we're never getting divorced. We're going to fix it. And then to go from that to me choosing it and me saying it, like I felt like I wanted to hide from the world. And then going through this postpartum during the pandemic, I had to do so much inner work. So I went from this person that was like crushing it in my professional life and showing up on social media every day, doing all of the things, and then going through this very, very personal thing that I didn't know how to talk about with anybody. And I know that when people used to ask me, hey, where's your husband in my, uh, on social media, I would cringe and not want to open the DM. It's like, I'm so brave for other things. I can get in front of an audience and speak to 200, 300 people. But during that time, I didn't know how to speak about that. And because what were people going to think? Because that's how I was raised with my parents. Like, what, what are people going to think? Um, and it was just that healing process came with a lot of discomfort. So we'll tell you as coaches, you have to be able to sit with the discomfort because I could have gone wild and have done a lot of things during that time to try to get that fixed, right? To try to soothe myself. But instead I sat with it and I took it step by step because part of it was being able to say out loud, I want a divorce. Mm. Mm. And with somebody that like, I have a great relationship with now, someone that I really love to be able to say that. And then to be able to say it to my children, because as women, like we carry the weight of, you know, am I going to mess up my kid's life and just be brave enough to hold that space for myself and to be able to say that. Um, And then the process of saying, to my parents, I want a divorce. (laughs) It's like the things that are good for us, we have to, we feel like we have to convince everybody else that it's okay for us to have it. And that holds us back so many times. So think to yourself, what is it that you really need for yourself that you find yourself trying to convince other people to give you permission to have? Because you need to hold the space for yourself to go out there and do it. And to be able to hold on to the belief that I do deserve more and that one day I deserve a relationship in which I'm going to be really happy because that whole process, although it was painful, really taught me what I needed. 
which I never gave myself the ability to to think about before, like Jessica said before, to be able to say it, to be able to claim it. And that's what that process, that discomfort did for me. It was a grieving process. It was a mourning process. And it might not be a divorce for you, but it's something in your life that completely shifted from that idea that you always had for yourself. And you have to give yourself that time. You cannot rush that process. You cannot try to fill that gap with anything else. You have to be able to sit in that pain because out of that pain comes this new version of you that's braver that isn't going to sell for anything else. I think so many times we as women just carry around these expectations and then we have the resentment of when those expectations aren't fulfilled yeah. because we never learned the boundaries and the standards that we need. Yeah, I mean, you said a lot there for <laughs> sure. Uh, but I think one of the things you, you mentioned was what, what, what means, what's happiness for you, mm -hmm. how you get there, and then what you've let go of in order to find yes. your happiness, right? And I think if I'm, I'm thinking about myself, there's a couple of things that come to mind. And I think number one, I, I never really looked so much for approval per se, but I think I wanted to show up better because I thought people were judging me. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I was just judging myself the whole time. So really letting go of what people may say or think and really having to prove what I thought was to myself that I was worth more um, was something that I definitely had to let go of. Um, and letting go of those relationships that I thought, or putting, letting go of relationships, people, and things that I thought, that I knew weren't good for me, but I thought I still needed, mm -hmm. right? So you hear people say all the time, like, I've known that person forever, or even your family member, or someone who you're in a relationship with, and you know that has expired. Yeah. It had its season, but you stay in it for all of those reasons that we think we need those people, or you don't want to hurt their feelings, or, or, or. Um, so really letting go of all of that stuff, because you already know that you should be letting it go, but keeping it in your life to me is what kept me stagnant. And once I let it go, the doors, they opened up tremendously. Um, so letting go of the people, places, and things that we know don't serve us, I think that was a really uh, good learning lesson for me. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is that we can do all of that and then something else shows up that it's like, wait, I got to let that go too. Right. And someone else shows up that it's like, okay, that season's over. So it's a never ending journey. Uh, to Sabrina's point, like I'm controlling here, I let that go. And then controlling this slips in somewhere else that happens in everything that we do. So really that self-awareness comes in. Um, and as far as being happy, you know, one of the things I do often is I meditate. Uh, I really try to sit with myself and be quiet. And I question everything. I question all of my thoughts. I remember I was one of those people that it was like, everybody frustrated me. Everybody annoyed. My mother would tell me, I, everybody, everybody frustrates you, girl. Like everybody, everything annoys you. Um, and so I really started understanding where that was coming from. And typically I read in this book um, that when something is bothering you from somebody else, that lives within you. So, yeah. for example, if you don't like that people are late, you probably are also think about how late you're often you are. Or if you don't like that someone doesn't reach out to you, well, then you probably don't reach out to them. It could be that little simple or it could be bigger. So when I started thinking about it that way and I was like, and you would notice it and it's easier to notice in other people. Mm -hmm. It's more difficult to notice it in yourself. And the more I started questioning, like, wait a second, do I do that? Um, then I'm not frustrated with that person anymore. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm self-aware and showing up the way I want to. 
And the last thing I'll say for me is unrealized potential was a big, uh, a big reason why I didn't feel as happy as I wanted to. Mm. So for example, I was really happy at work. I wasn't not happy. I had a great team. I ran a $4 billion department. You know, I felt important and all. Um, I felt like I was doing a good job. My kids were good. Like everything felt really good, but I knew something was missing. So not being able to realize my potential and take those risks, even if they don't work out, unrealized potential is what has that little yearning inside because you know you're meant for more you know you can do more and so when I started putting myself in rooms that made me feel uncomfortable that made me feel small also made me realize oh shit I could do that too oh I could do that too oh you know like we're all the same it's just who's willing to take that risk and who's willing to put themselves out there and who isn't Um, so those are the kind of my recipe for happiness for me It's when I know I'm feeling stagnant, it's like I need to take another big leap. I need to take another big risk. I need to challenge myself more. I need to put myself in rooms that make me feel uncomfortable. And and, um, I've done that often. And even when I felt small and it wasn't the room's fault, it was my fault. When I went home and realized, it actually made me feel stronger the next time I went out to do something else. It's so interesting you say that because I I think I can, like, all these, like, bells are going off in my head. Unrealized potential, I've never use that as a as a thought but that for me is probably one of my biggest drivers of like can I really it's one of the reasons why I take big risks right like I moved to New York City 20 years ago um I got a job right and I was ballsy and I called my mom I, was like, I got a job in New York City she goes okay Mija you're when do you start I go August but I live in California and she's like we'll figure it out and I came here like literally I came here, I've never been on a bus, I've never been on a train, you don't do that in California, you just drive everywhere. But I I visualized like what I thought it would be like and that's what got me through. So, but it comes from that, right? Like I know I'm meant for more and I think the more I stay in that zone of peace and knowing that like of course I get to do more, right? Without the pressure of I should be doing this or I should be doing that, that peace is what really, um, keeps me aware of where I'm not feeling happy because usually if I'm not feeling happy it's because there's some of that where I know I'm falling short in places it's always that perspective shift though because we can have that that pull for our potential but some of us might flip it and be like ah the pressure of having to do more the pressure of having to keep up so you really have to check your mindset the pressure of failing or the pressure of succeeding so how do you wake up in the morning yeah how is it that you view things right away as soon as you open your eyes, what are you filling your mind with? Which kind of thought are you live? Are you allowing to take up energy in your body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So we're gonna leave them with one takeaway, and I, I would challenge all of you to think about what is that unrealized potential? What is that one little thing that you could do that is feels risky, feels scary, but feels like more excitement behind the scariness. So I will challenge you all to do that. Audrey, do you have something for that? And and that 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 Jessica just said and what I mentioned before, where do you need to sit with the discomfort? Mm. What is it that you need to take action on that you've been avoiding because you're scared, you're worried, maybe worried about letting other people down? But it's killing you inside 
where is that place that you need to be able to let go? I would say get curious on why you showed up today, right? Something called you. Um, I always say, I always tell my clients, like, my, the way that I like to live is making sure that I'm expanding my vision, my thoughts, and my circles, right? And usually, you know, that's where community comes from. But we have to get curious, right? So even if it's just a, a fleeting thought of a wish or a desire of something called you here today, write it down, right? Even if you just came, you're like, well, I just came because I like the Dream Lab and I want to support them. That's fine. There's still something that drew you up to spend your precious time here. Write it down and just sit with the, like you said, because sometimes the things that we want, that discomfort, when you knew how you wanted to feel in a marriage and then you realize it's not in the one you're in, it's very obvious now of the pain you're going to have to go through, right? So get curious, write it down, give it a chance. Give your dreams and your visions a chance by writing them down. And then you don't have to do anything. I'm not going to say like make a plan. Nope. But you yeah. got to, you have to, you have to sell yourself on what you wrote down. You have to create belief for that. Because the only reason why you start making, let's say you're like, I want to open this business. Oh, but like, but I already make six figures and I'm good. Like you said, I'm, 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 I feel important at my job. What you're doing there is justifying for the fact that you actually don't have belief that you get to have what you have. Yeah. So get very, very curious and give it a chance and write it down. Thank you so much for joining us today. We had so much fun and can't wait to see you at our next event. We would also love to keep connecting with you, so please subscribe to the Dream Lab Series podcast, leave us a review, and make sure you visit us on our website to learn more information about our Self Mastery Collective, an exclusive com coaching community for daughters of immigrants at thedreamlab.info. And we love connecting with you and having conversations with you so make sure you follow us on instagram at the dot dream lab find us there send us a dm follow us in our personal accounts you'll see them right in the bio and we can't wait to connect with you talk to you and see you at our next event